our trackmates. Lower your iPod and surrender your time. Your enthusiasm and passion for Star Trek will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trackmate Podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How much do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to the brand new Trekmate. Yes, welcome. We've had a bit of a facelift. We have, and isn't it superb? It, to be honest, we hope you guys uh, love it. Love it as much as what we do. We, we've we only got one ma- uh, man to thank for that. Yes. And that is our friend Rick Moyer. Yes, Rick Moyer, you're an absolute legend. Thank you so much. Um, it is superb. And um, we love it, absolutely love it. And after the uh, wonderful music from last week on our uh, Christmas episode, yes, because he had uh, done all of the Merry Trekmas tracks there, he did. He's uh, outdone himself again with uh, all of our new uh, pieces of music there to yeah. go along with our new studio equipment. Some fantastic jingles he's done for us there, <laughs> absolutely superb. Um, Yes. So now, actually, following on from our comment from last week, now we really do sound like a professional job. Paul. We do. We do. It's it's it's, it's great. It's great. As I said, <laughs> I, well, as we mentioned last week, you know, said that there was a little um, little something up the sleeve, and, and when I got the email, and I got into work at about twenty past six in the morning, half past six in the morning, and spoke to Wayne on the way in, and he said, "Oh yeah, I've got got some uh, audio tracks for you to listen to." So I've logged into the email. I've got got into work. Logged into the email. Double clicked on the first one, and then. Oh, I was blown away. Absolutely blown away. Loved it. We sound it sounds awesome. It really does. It makes it sound nearly professional. <laughs> the only thing letting it down's us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, Paul. Now that oust us. <laughs> well oust. Isn't that that fragrance stuff? Gets rid of bad smells. Uh, it is, yeah. <laughs> Quite apt, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. And by the smell of the studio here, it's uh, very apt. <laughs> <laughs> I said sorry. <laughs> so, so anyway, I hope everybody. Well, we we hope everybody out there had a lovely Christmas. We certainly do. Um, hope you got all the all nice uh, nice Trek things. Um, send us emails. Send us in what you got for Christmas. Yeah. Um, if, if you receive anything Trek related, let us know. Trek related. Uh, and we'll see out of everybody who emails in who got the coolest you know, you know the thing that's going to make me go oh I wish I'd got that to be honest Paul I think next year I need to uh, get some of the Hallmark um, Star Trek uh, hanging ornaments for the Christmas tree yes I think I do as well now you've actually just reminded me of something that yeah. we, we said we were going to talk about um, I remember a good few years ago 
when mm-hmm. we first started dabbling with eBay. Yeah. You actually brought a couple of uh, small Star Trek ornaments, didn't you? Yes. Um, one of them was Kirk on a horse. Yes, it was Kirk and, uh, and Picard, both Kirk on horses. Kirk and Picard on, a, on, a, on a horse from Generations. It was. I'm now, I will let you explain here the most devastating piece of Trek news I have ever heard in my life. Over to you. Okay, this is going back about nine, ten years now. Yeah. Uh, this is whilst... Really that long? It is now, Paul. We're getting old. Christ, we are, aren't we? That's the thing. I, do you know, I'm actually, I was sitting in the office earlier... And I thought, how old am I? And I was like, and I actually had to count on my fingers. Or try, I couldn't remember. What That's the thing. We haven't got enough fingers. No. And if you count the toes, they're not counting either. No, no. That's the thing. You, you need three mates to count how old we are. <laughs> but I've only got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. Uh, we, uh, I, both me, uh, I and yourself were uh, in our trek height of collecting memorabilia. We were... And um, I also uh, used to, I still do, buy um, uh, a lot of memorabilia from eBay. Because yep. obviously not everything's still for sale. So no. you can get some... Of, and you get some fantastic bargains on there. Yeah, you really do. You really do. Uh, but then also some things do go for the correct sort of money. But then yeah, you're so looking... But to be honest, that's where you can find some of the really rare stuff. Because it's only on the second-hand market. Well, it was it was eBay that I managed to get seasons one to seven of The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Entire season on DVD. Six of the seasons hadn't even been taken out of the shrink wrap for £70. So the original owner hadn't even got round to... No, they'd watched... Uh, season 1 had been opened, and mm-hmm. Season 2, um, it had been... There was a... It had been open... Not open, open. A slight you slip. You see with a slight slip in the, in the actual uh, shrink wrap round it, but all the others... So he considered opening it. Considered opening and then changed his mind, but all the others were completely sealed, and it cost me £70. And what's that in That dollars? is a bargain. That's uh, about just under $140. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, and. Just so that everybody knows, uh, the winner of uh, Name That Trek won't be getting their uh, DVD box set from eBay. No. We, we will make sure that it's from a <laughs> reputable sailor. Yeah, <laughs> unless you ask for season set of the next generation. <laughs> but, no, um, but still, um, I was uh, collecting a lot of memorabilia and I had seen this uh, amazing ornament. Uh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember the company that actually uh, made it. I should have looked this up, but uh, I I forgot to. Uh, that we, uh, I never even knew we was going to talk about no, it. No, I was so. about to say I did spring it on you. It just, um, yeah, and it was a ornament uh, from Generations of Kirk and Picard, both uh, on their horses, and it's where they Picard is trying to convince Kirk to come back and help him. Yep. Uh, like even it, it was the nice touches because obviously uh, William Shatner's a very trained horseman, yep. very comfortable with his horses, but uh, Patrick Stewart isn't, and that was like slightly noticeable in the film, like because obviously Although throughout the whole of the next generation, well towards sort of the later seasons, especially he had a saddle and everything. They did yeah. try and make it sort of more of his sort of hobby, didn't they? He did, but uh, on this. Um, uh, on this ornament, you can see Captain Picard even like holding the back of the horse, like yeah. to just like steady himself, uh, which I thought was a lovely touch. And I uh, had bought, uh, or I thought that's absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to order it. It's got its original box. Original, it's yeah. got the uh, certificate of authenticity. What more can you ask? And uh, the labels there. And uh, I've uh, ordered it, 
and it's arrived. Uh, the package seemed okay. Seemed okay. And I then mean, the I've, box was fine, wasn't it? There the was box no... was fine. The box was fine. The inserts were okay. Uh, I've got it out, and the back left leg of the horse was broken. Yeah. Which, to be honest, that, that's the thing. It's gutting. Yeah. It's gutting. Absolutely gutting. However, what was more gutting was the fact that when I turned it over, this 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 shocked me. Uh, the, the, the all on all of the uh, limited edition items, you normally get a uh, number of like what order they were manufactured. Yeah, they're like number uh, fifty-two what, of a of five hundred or exactly. And um, with this one, and the lower the number, the more in value they actually yeah. were. Because obviously, yeah, some mean, people I, want. I've the... never, I've never seen a number one of anything. No, well, I can show you a number one Star Trek <laughs> issue comic, but, <laughs> but um, uh, on this, unfortunately, the model was actually numbered number five of its run. It wasn't even in the teens. No, it was number five, and it was broken. Now, wasn't there something wrong with the ear as well? Was there? yeah, one of the ears was broken as well. The ear and the back leg, and that was just devastating. It. Oh, I was just to have number. You know, if you'd turned it over and it'd been number, oh, I don't know, five hundred of a thousand. Yeah, it would have been still been a bit gutting, but it wouldn't have been as. You know, you were you were in the top five. You were yeah. in the top five, and it was broken. You know, it might as well have been. I was four hundred ninety nine. Absolutely gutted. And that's the thing, as I said, if it had been uh, number 400 and something, it wouldn't have hit me as badly as having a number 5 issued uh, model just there. Yeah. And having it destroyed. No, exactly, exactly. Um, oh, I couldn't believe that. I really couldn't. <laughs> it, it scarred me for quite a while. It, it really did. Um so, uh, so if uh, I wonder if anybody else has got any sort of uh, horror stories, horror stories of uh, collecting uh, mishaps or faux pas uh, out there. And if you have, yeah, just drop us an email, let us know, and um, yeah, you know, uh, and we can all share in your pain. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's, it's it's New Year's Eve. Um, what are you doing at the moment? Send us a Twitter, uh, you know, t- tweet us now so we can actually see what see what you're doing, see if we can get any up on the show at all. Because um, we want to know what, what you're up to, if you've got family around. Are, are you watching The Next Generation? Are you watching a, 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 a an episode of Star Trek that's that's very poignant for you for this time of the year? What are you up to? We, we, we're nosy, we want to know. Have a massive Trek fest to yes. see you through the new year. Yes, there's nothing better than a massive trip. In fact, we're going to have to have one of those soon, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, though, to be honest, with regards to New Year, I, I, I'm one of these people, it, it doesn't mean a lot to me. It doesn't mean a lot to me. I I end up, for the last three years, I think half the time I've gone to sleep before midnight. <laughs> well, do you know, this will make you laugh. When I was younger, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you'd finish school, uh, and you'd be on the Christmas holidays, uh, and you'd have Christmas Day. And I always knew that Christmas Day was the 25th of December. Yeah. Did you know that from the 25th of December to the 1st of January, mm-hmm. I thought it was a dead area. I didn't realise there were actually dates. I didn't actually <laughs> realise it was the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. I just thought that you had the 25th, and then it was the Christmas period. But did you only realise when you saw my advent calendar that went all the way up to New Year's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, I was devastated by the chocolates you had. Then all of a sudden, I was astounded by the fact that there were days there that I didn't know about. 
Paul, actually, we got a question uh, in on Twitter recently. Oh, yeah. A direct message from one of our listeners um, that turned around and asked us. Uh, they said, uh, it sounds like we've known each other for a long time. Uh, how did we first meet? Ah, well, here's an interesting story for you. I think it was in year 10, was it not? We were both 13. Both 13. 13 years old. And everyone, we're now, what, both 27, aren't we? Yes. Am I 27? Yes. Yes, you yeah. are, Paul. Yeah, both both 13 year, years old. And um, I'll tell you what, the way I remember this. It was a um, at, at the school that we were at, because uh, we went to the same school. Um, they had some sort of open evening. And, and what they wanted people to do was, uh, we, we were in the IT department, and they wanted people to be on the computers to make it look like they were doing IT things. And uh, Exactly. They're, they're pe- uh, some of the older students uh, helping out all around the school just to try and give... An example of uh, parents that were coming to look around to, who had their kids coming up to senior school age uh, to give them an idea of what the school was about and whether they wanted to bring their school uh, kid to uh, our school. Yeah. So um, Wayne and I were both in the IT room. Had, I don't think we even said two words to each other before then, have we? I had known of you in the sense of when the whole year was doing gym, uh, they would do a register, and I'd think, ha, 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 his name's Shrinkwater. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, we had not shared a word. No, and uh, we were sitting in the IT lab. Now, you've got to try and picture it. It's a big square room, and I was sitting right in one of the corners, and you were next to me, mm-hmm. but sort of, I was facing one way, you were facing sort of the other way, so we sort of shoulder to shoulder, but looking in... in and in, still at this point, not a word spoken. Not a word spoken at all. Now, it just so happened, though, that I was there on a Star Trek website looking at something... Um, I believe it was Deep Space Nine. I was about to say, I, th- I believe it was something to do with Deep Space Nine. And um, I remember looking to my left and seeing somebody on an Excel spreadsheet or something and thinking, oh dear, obviously hasn't found Trek yet. And uh, and then I looked round to my right and of course the way I'm sitting, I can see straight onto onto Wayne's computer. And uh, and I've gone, that looks rather familiar. Uh, and, and you were also on a Star Trek website. I think I was looking at Voyager. Yeah. Um, to which I just sort of went, oh, um, hello. <laughs> And, uh, well... From there, that point... That's when it started, isn't it? Yeah, that that is exactly when it started. And to be honest, if it wasn't for Star Trek... We, we would not be sitting here now. Yeah, we wouldn't have even been friends, I don't think. No. Because none of... Uh, none of our classes. None of our classes were actually together. And none of our groups of friends actually really merged. No. So it is only because of Star Trek that we're here today. So it does show you how influential Star Trek can be. And that's the thing. It gave us a huge uh, starting point for our friendship. A yeah. lot to talk about. Exactly. And to catch up with. And uh, since then, we've spent hundreds of thousands of hours together just doing uh, not only Trek stuff, but just enjoying each other's company. Yeah. But, uh, like the amount of episodes of Star Trek and films that we've sat down and watched together. Yeah. And when we've been in our phases of collecting loads of collectibles. So, yeah, it really did stem... From there, from there, and it, it is amazing to think about thinking of it. And I can still remember. I can actually, I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I can still remember so sitting there and looking around again. Because my PC was facing the window. You were there to my left. Yep. Yeah. It's weird when you look at, look back on it now, isn't it? That's the thing. And uh, our teacher was just walking around because he was also a bit of a trekkie. Yeah. He was also a bit of a trekkie, but I never found that out until one day when we was uh, doing like a 
for one of our fun days. We didn't like I was taking a class where we could just take in our own models, build them, and paint them. See, I wish I'd done that because I ended up doing the um, I, I did the computer one. We we ended up playing Quake all day. And uh, people were running around dressed up as Teletubbies on the game and things. And no. I would have much rather, because I had this, I think I might have mentioned it on one of the previous podcasts, I had a huge Deep Space Nine fiber optic model. Yeah. If I could have actually sat down in a specific, I could have enjoyed it so much more. Yeah, no, when I was there, I uh, made uh, Mr. Spock. Oh, yeah. And also I made Wolverine. Ah, very good. Very so, good. yeah, but no, that is, that is exactly how it actually started. And uh, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, I am. I am. That was, uh, yeah, it would have been a lot of missed opportunities if it hadn't been Star Trek. Because, to be honest, I don't think there would have ever been an... Uh, uh, because even if we had missed that, if one of us wasn't helping out on that specific day... Yeah. Uh, that specific day in the IT room... Then it would just wouldn't have happened. No. It's funny how fate, take, you know, spins these... Uh, these uh, these things around, isn't it? No, definitely. It really <laughs> is. Really is. You know what, though, Paul? It's um, it's funny. Look, if you look back at all of the Trek uh, episodes over history, yeah, how like even now today, what we're two thousand and eleven, about to be two thousand and twelve. Yeah, nearly two thousand and twelve. On the brink. On the brink, and we. How far we have already advanced with technology. Well, I can't believe how far we've actually come since I was from when we were at school mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. I mean, I can remember my first mobile phone, and, and all it would do is you know, remember the old MIDI ringtones. Yeah. And you could ring on it, and you could send text messages, and that was really it. And I remember when. We used to have the old WAP sites that you could go on to, mm-hmm. and uh, and that that was like, oh, that was like, wow, God, look at that! You can actually got the internet. And that wasn't even the first ones because no. uh, I never had uh, a mobile until I was about thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, and it was uh, it was still a brick then, and it yeah. was it really was. You only had calls and SMS. Well, I remember when the mobile phones first came out, you could actually pick them up. For twenty to thirty pounds each, because well, that wasn't when they first came out. When they first came out, they were proper bricks oh, in yeah. the eighties. Yeah, not, not you mean when they were on the lower market? When they were on the lower. So, like, when we were at school, when when they were there. Mm. So I remember I got my sister one for Christmas. Bearing in mind, I would have yeah. got that out of pocket money, and I yeah. didn't get that much pocket money, and I got her a mobile phone. And then I remember there being something in the news um, about. Um, I think it was something to do with the environment and stuff like that, or mm. something because of the phones and people were just buying them and throwing them away, and they had to be used more readily. And then overnight, the price doubled, and they went mm. from thirty pounds to forty pounds a phone, and they're up to nearly a hundred pounds. Some of them, and um, it is, and now you can get like mine minuscule uh, yeah. phones now that also do all the all singing, all dancing. I'm a phone, I'm an MP3 player, I'm an internet app. I'm like my, I've got an iPhone, it does everything. And if it doesn't do it when you buy it, there's an app for it to make sure it does it in the future. Exactly. No, it is amazing. And that uh, that got me thinking about technology. Oh, right. Like, because... Now, now be... bearing in mind that your first book that you ever read was... One the Star the Trek manuals. technical manual, yeah, no, exactly, and uh, just ha- how soon we could possibly be catching up because 
obviously, if you look at the 60s show, everything is switches and everything, where now most things are touch panel. Yeah. So we've already surpassed that initial view of what the future could be. Yeah. And now we're on the question of, uh, with the next generation, uh, they had the pads, the personal access display uh, unit uh, yeah. ones. We've now got iPads. Yeah. How how amazing is that? We're already about two and a half, uh, two and two hundred and fifty, three hundred years in ahead, ahead of what, of what we, what we thought. The thing is, though, that's just the technology that we can see because yeah. you know that that technology was probably about ten years ago, but wasn't at our level. It was all being mm-hmm. used in you know more than likely military and and, and things like that. And, and also with regards to the. Um, uh, Pascal accelerator uh, base that they've got in Europe, where they're oh yes, yes, the one that's going to try and blow up half the world. No, <laughs> I assure you they won't. Okay, okay. Well, but when still, they do, I'll stop. <laughs> but still, if they're managing to get uh, like atoms to travel faster than the speed of light, how far away are we from warp speed? Yeah, that can't be more than another hundred years. No, it can't be. I'd love. I I, I doubt it will, but I'd love to be able to see it. I would love for it to happen in my lifetime. Yeah. But then also, you've got so many things like uh, medical tricorders. Uh, and now, like, uh, some hospitals are like getting pioneering equipment in where they can actually scan your body. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's, it's just absolutely amazing. Well, you've, got, you've got stuff now that's, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a manager of a doctor's surgery. They've got, they've got things that you can just put on your finger and it takes you, you know, it does your blood pressure reading and everything just by a little thing on your finger. Does, the, you know, the, the devices that we've got for, for taking, you know, reading people's blood glucose and things mm-hmm. like that, they are tiny. And, 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 that, and it is just amazing how they can analyze stuff so quickly. To be, to be honest, it's absolutely mind boggling. Have you ever seen any of the uh, fully interactive television programs that there are now? No, no, because obviously, uh, fully this interactive. fully interactive, Paul. Because it, this is almost stepping into like almost holodeck realms here. You're going to take the piss. No, I'm not. I'm no? not. No, honestly, because it's it's absolutely stunning. I I'm I'm sitting there with my uh, with my baby child watching television, and we're watching. And it, I, I'll tell you, we was watching Dora the Explorer, right? And there is this cartoon, this child, she's travelling with a monkey, having fun with her backpack, and they are on an adventure, (laughs) they're on an adventure, and then this character, right, this fox tries to steal their stuff, he tries to steal it, but as soon as you say, swiper, no swiping, swiper, no swiping, swiper, no swiping, he stops. What's swiper, no swiping? His name's Swiper. Right. And you're telling him not to steal the things. Oh, I see. Dora tells you to do it. And once you do it, that fox, he stops. <laughs> okay. Honestly, he stops there dead. And if we're at that level of technology now, Paul, imagine where we'll be in the future. So, moving on. <laughs> now, have you heard the recent <coughs> news with George Takai calling for the... Uh, 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 uh. It's time for this. Time for Trek News on the Trekmate Podcast. My apologies. I got a little bit excited there. 
George Takai has called for a Star Trek Star Wars piece and Twilight War. Have you been keeping up to date with this dispute, Paul? Just. Only just. Because uh, I, I know this news is a little bit old, but we're, uh, it's a quiet news period at the moment, so it's a good time to go over it. It is. Right. So, recently, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll put the audio clip in. It's about three uh, minutes long. Why don't we have a listen to it now? We could do, yeah. Yeah, go. Let's play it. First of all, Star Wars is derivative of Star Trek. Derivative! They're not in the same league. I mean, they have the word star in the title, and there's a space travel, right? Where do they go to? I don't really... Now he's saying we're all naked in the show. Really? I don't think so. I had the metal bikini. By the way, Bill has borrowed it. Skinny little Carrie Fisher. This isn't weight, this is muscle. I mean, look at that. That's a muscle. I don't know whether we're ready for you in a bikini. Needs a lot of uplift. Fellow star folks, cool it down and shut your big wormholes. Each is wonderful in its own special way. So if you don't knock it off, you'll soon start seeing images like this one on the net. What's needed today, now more than ever, is star peace or there is an ominous mutual threat to all science fiction. It's called Twilight. And it is really, really bad. Gone is any sense of heroism, camaraderie, or epic battle. In its place we have vampires that sparkle and mope and go to high school. Now, I'm not above mixing in a little sex appeal to spice up the fantasy. But sci-fi fans, be warned. There are no great stories, characters, or profound life lessons to be had in Twilight. No. In Twilight, the only message that rings through loud and clear is, Does my boyfriend like me? Let us band together to combat this mutual threat. On my part, I've written to some friends hoping they could help us rid the world of this vampire menace. Buffy, Blade, it's up to you now. So, star friends, let us all just live and let live, long and prosperously. And may the Force be with you, always. Now that is funny stuff. That is, um, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see any of the original videos between, uh, obviously they've cut it in there, but did you see the original videos between William Shatner? No, no, I haven't seen the original ones. They were absolutely hysterical because at at first Shatner wasn't even 
really taking big digs at Star Wars, but then Carrie Fisher decided to make it a personal battle against she Star Trek. She definitely didn't seem very happy. And that, that, that is where we go back to uh, where we was originally discussing the difference between Star Wars and Star, Star Trek. Trek fans. But uh, but then they just started on Twilight as well, and I, I thought that was funny. I like the Twilight films, but you know, because my girlfriend loves them. Um, I just hope she hasn't listened to this episode. Well, she hasn't listened to the last four, so... Ah, my, my wife is an avid listener. I know, I know. I think that's superb. That's the thing. Um, she, she doesn't like Star Trek, but she likes listening to this for some reason. She likes to hear your voice. <laughs> she wants to make sure that you're actually doing what you're saying you do. She just wants to make sure I'm behaving myself. <laughs> but yeah, no. So and uh, I, th- I think it's perfectly right for George Sakai to uh, help us combine our forces and be the broker of star peace. Well, there is bigger fish to fry out there. There really are. There really are. And uh, and as he said, yes, become star friends. <laughs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> Was there any other movie news at the moment, Paul? Um, no, no, I have, I have got nothing at all. What about yourself? Um, very quiet on the news. Uh, that's the thing. It, it, it really is quiet at the moment. Everyone's just enjoying the festive period. And uh, we're just, <laughs> unfortunately, there's not a lot to report at the moment. Now, something that's just popped up here. Yeah. Um, apparently last month, Star Trek sequel producer and director J.J. Abrams said yep. that the team were approaching the film as if they were starting over. Mm-hmm. In terms of not relying on the audience already loving the characters, but in terms of exposition. Um, Abrams producing partner Brian Burke has revealed that the sequel will not be going over old ground in terms of setting up the characters. While promoting uh, while promoting Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, producer Brian Burke talked to MTV about the Star Trek sequel. He wouldn't reveal the title of the film or the tone, but he did comment on, on how the film starts out. And he's put, and this is a quote, What is exciting about it, unlike the last film where we were restarting and resetting up all the characters, uh, we are going to jump right in. We don't have to set everybody up again and we can go right into it. For those who haven't seen it, go and get it right now. We're kind of in a mad dash at the beginning of the film. In all of our conversations, we reference our favourite films and in Empire Strikes Back, it is spectacular how we're able to pick up immediately and carry on from the last one. It's true. It is. Um, it was also about asked about the persistent rumours about Khan being the villain of the film. We spoke about this on last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't confirm or deny reports, but did talk about the process they took in deciding on the story for the sequel. Again, another quote. Um, he's put, there are amazing villains throughout the Star Trek universe, as well as new villains, as we did in the last film. There are a lot of directions um, we can go in the film, and in this particular case, we chose to do something that would be original and unique and different. And again, on paper, I think we made the right choice. To be honest, I don't doubt that they're going to do a good job. I, do I really don't, so. because also, it's as he said, now that they've done the groundwork, they've got everybody who isn't a Star Trek fan used to the characters, yeah. they can now just plough on with a decent story. I look forward to seeing what they've got. I do, I do. Quite a few people, though, are saying they're disappointed that it's being done in 3D. Uh, well, I'm sure that it will have a 2D. Yeah, well, they always, uh, do, they, they they always, always have, have a 2D and a 3D. That's the thing. Version. If you're not into your 3D films, Well, some people, it does give them headaches. You know, yeah. if you haven't got fantastic eyesight, or, or sometimes it's just, you know, just your neurological makeup that you can't... Look. I mean, it is yeah. a bit disconcerting the first time you look at it. It's, it's, um, That's it. 
so no, I, I I assure everybody, if you're not into 3D, don't get put off because there will be 2D showings everywhere, and it will just be just as spectacular. Yeah. So uh, no, that's going to be well worth listening to. Uh, well, well, watching rather. Yeah. No, I'm, I am. I'm, and we've we've got. Uh, I, I'm just looking forward to being able to speculate over the. Uh, the weeks uh, uh, and hearing the new news as it comes in through well, 2012. Yeah, because it's not recording soon. I think it was January the 12th, was it not? Yeah. No, so 12 days time they're going to start filming the new Star Trek film, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Cause it actually means that Star Trek will be in production again. Yeah. Because currently there's nothing. No. And and it and it, and it, it shouldn't be so. It just sh- it shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so. Um, so there will be another episode, another sort of Star Trek in production, but uh, but hopefully as well with the more that the filming goes on. Hopefully more stuff will come to light of what's mm-hmm. going on, what it's about. Hopefully not that's going to ruin it, but um, you know, hopefully it will just be good. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Now, Paul, this is the point of the show where we would normally sit down and discuss an episode. We would. Now we didn't do it last week, and I'm sure you're all at home, um, you know, enjoying yourself with your families and, and everything, which we've been doing as. Uh, as well, we did, didn't have the time to. Um, well, uh, we, we, we've lacked again. Unfortunately, we do apologise, but next week we will be reviewing Doctor Bashir. I presume. I presume we will be anyway. Ha 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 So um, yeah, no, we will be reviewing that next week. So make sure that you watch that episode for uh, the next week for next uh, week's next podcast. Week yeah, and. Uh, we look forward to uh, going through that with you guys again because I know a lot of people do love to hear the episode reviews. I like going through them as well, I must say. Yeah. Because I must say, doing this now and actually going through each episode, I'm turning into a bit of a critic. Every episode I watch now, I'm watching mm-hmm. in so much more detail. I'm becoming picky uh, and I don't like it. I, I'm watching it and I'll go, like, what did I watch yesterday? I watched uh, an episode of The Next Generation yesterday where, um, see if you can remind me of the episode, um, Rikers and, and Geordie beamed on to a research facility mm-hmm. where the guy was doing something with some sort of waves. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but basically what happened, Riker got accused of, uh, of doing something with this guy's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy didn't like it. Um, he, he was trying to adapt this, uh, this uh, wave that he was, that he wanted for a new mm-hmm. sort of propulsion, but he was trying to turn it into a weapon. Yeah. Um, and basically what happened is Riker beamed up. He fired a beam at him. Mm-hmm. Um, which, but because of the transport had been reflected off and blew up the station. Mm-hmm. And then this whole, um, sort of court martial thing came about, mm-hmm. and um, but one bit in it they were reenacting it all on the holodeck. Yeah, and uh, and they're all sitting there. There's the table, and they were sitting around it, having the having the uh, the hearing and everything. And all of a sudden, uh, Picard said, "Right, computer freeze program." So they've all fr- all frozen, but the computer panel at the back, all the numbers were still flickering around. And I was going, "Well, well, it's not frozen properly." <laughs> Can you imagine if you were like uh, if if you were on a racing track on a holiday? You, you yeah. designed a racing track, and you, you're driving along, and uh, and also you're sorry, oh, computer freeze program because you, you decided you need yeah. the toilet, so you're going to pause. You're going to get out your car, but you get out your car, and you know, and then you get knocked over by a car that hasn't quite frozen itself. <laughs> You'd be a little bit nipped. I I can totally understand you like uh, critiquing the episodes a bit more, but I'm really a lot more forgiving with regards to uh, things. Even though we go through them with the episode review, yeah. and I try and point out as many funny things as I, I can <laughs> see, 
Uh, well, <laughs> funny to some. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the one that's made me the laugh the most um, in a very long time is God be Wolf sitting there going, "Oh, prune juice, a warrior's drink." It's a classic line. Love it. I absolutely love Wolf. But um, also, that uh, that led me to, uh, whilst you were saying that, Paul, I, I, I'm going to uh, you know, critique your comment right there. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to say, instead of watching uh, Next Generation yesterday, maybe if you'd watch Dr. Doctor Bashir, I presume, we might have been able to do a Remembering the Future. Well, not I would have been able to do a Remembering the Future on my own. <laughs> <laughs> because there would have still been half of the Trekmate team that hadn't watched it. And, and I would like to state for the record here, viewers, if Wayne has decided to take that stance, that I have actually watched three quarters of the episode and had to stop because I had to work, whereas Wayne has had more free time on his hands than I have. <laughs> yes, but I've been updating the website. <laughs> It's always an excuse with you, isn't there? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> okay, listeners, who's the bitch and who's the uh, <laughs> who's the dominant one? <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid I always try and get the last word, so I'm not going to concede in any way, shape, or form. But I trust, I assure you, everybody, that uh, Doc Spearshear, I presume, will be getting a full review next week. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I suppose from uh, that point, uh, maybe I tell you what, Paul. Let's throw in some name that track. Okay, okay, yeah. here he is. And now it's time for Name That Trek, the weekly quiz where you have to guess a character from the following audio clip. Fascinating. That's a fantastic. Uh, I do like those jingles. Yeah. No, that, uh, honestly, uh, we've been blessed with such uh, amazing jingles. We really have. Um, so, for anybody who hasn't played Name That Trek out there, this is how it works. Each week we play you uh, an audio clip that has five different characters saying a word each. Now, if you can guess a character, we'll give you one point for each character that you guess. Uh, so, each week has five points available. We are currently uh, just over halfway through are uh, this season's run of Name That Trek. We are indeed. So, and the leaderboard is looking good. So, here it is. Everybody's uh, familiar with how the game works now, but for anybody who's just starting to uh, listen to the podcast, uh, let's explain how it works. It's quite easy. Yeah. Uh, we, each week we play a audio clip that has uh, five different characters saying one word. Your job is to find out who those people are. Decode it, listen to it, try and work out who they are, and get your answers into us. You've got a week to get them in, and you, get, you can get a maximum of five points each week. Mm. Uh, and points do make prizes on this show, because we do like to reward our loyal listeners. And, uh, and there is a DVD box set up for grabs of your choice, of any of the seasons, through from the original series all the way up to Enterprise. Um, absolutely up to you which one you want and wherever you are we will make sure it will work for you whether it be PAL, NTSC um, yeah late. <laughs> exactly what, whatever your DVD player plays we'll get it to you 
uh, in there. And just so you know, unfortunately, that doesn't include the movies. No, no, because no. that one's um, it's uh, any, expensive. <laughs> any any season box box set of your choice from TNG all the way through to Enterprise uh, or uh, the original series, rather. So, um, but uh, just uh, I tell you what, the best way to explain to people how to play the game is probably to play last week's clip. Yes, yeah. Can we let you have a listen to last week's clip, and then uh, you can get the idea. We'll give you the answers as well. Um, but let's have a listen. Tracking theme that are lost in Russia. So I hope some of you out there got that. So. Uh, uh, let's give them the answers, Paul. How did it go? Right, well, the first one was Lieutenant Commander Darren. Mm-hmm. The second one was Barkley, our favourite. Um, then it was Kess. Then it was Chekhov. And the final one was Kira. Now, for each character that you get, you get one point. So, each week, five points is up for grabs. So, uh, and uh, how we run it is we uh, run our competition over a 10-week period. And whoever is at the top of our leaderboard at the ten week uh, at the end of that 10-week period... Is crowned the champion. Exactly. So uh, we haven't got long till we find out who will be our Season 1 champion. No, not long at all. No, and uh, but it's still up for grabs. It's it still is. an open all game. All is to play for. All is to pay, play for. You never know. The person who is on the leaderboard might go on holiday, might not enter for the last couple. Well, if they were dedicated, they would. Yeah, they would do. <laughs> but, uh, but also, um, even if you just want to enter for fun, if you think that you know one answer... Enter. That's still one point. Here's a good example. Somebody emailed in a couple of episodes ago saying, oh, I'm sure you've had hundreds of people sending you this in, but here's the answer anyway. And we hadn't. That was the only one. Exactly. So even if you think that maybe uh, you're, like, it is pointless to enter, no, it isn't. Just get your answer in and give it a go. Resistance it, is futile. It's all for good fun anyway. It is. It is. And uh, so uh, we've rattled on about how they, uh, how, how they, they play. play. So let's, let's let uh, let's let's let them have a listen. Complain. Shame. Well. So that was our they first were, play. Um, I think a couple of those. I think that last one especially was quite tricky. You think? I think I do. Let's let's have, let's have another quick listen. Complain. Shame. Well. What? No, actually, I might be wrong. That might uh, that, that might be all right. But, uh, uh, well, that's the thing. It's it's easy for us because we know who they are. We know who they are, <laughs> and it's try, it's hard to sort of listen to it again and then try and sort of try try and make make yourself think that you hadn't heard it, and if you'd be able to recognise it. I tell you what, we might uh, should do one week, Paul. Is maybe uh, uh, both put together our own little name that yes, trick clips and then challenge each other. Yeah, and challenge each other to name the characters. That's a good idea. I like the sound of that. I like. Let's the sound see. I might not be able to get that together for next week, but I think it's definitely well, we should, something that we should well, do. Well, we, we've still got two episodes that we need to review that we haven't done for the last two episodes of, of Trek, mate. So, uh, yes, we better get those out of the way first, otherwise people are going to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but as we said, we we, we do apologise. It's you know it's the holiday period. 
and it's very very tricky to try and uh, get a couple of hours out to uh, to sort of watch them and, and and sort of then go through them so i mean, appreciate that you guys probably aren't going to be able to take the time out to necessarily listen to us for an hour and a half each time so but the new year you know it's, it's nearly upon us and we have got a lot of episodes to go through so don't you worry we'll We'll be back to our uh, our normal scheduling soon. And now that the groveling is over, yes, yes, I've uh, <laughs> let's worn, worn a hole in your carpet down there, mate. I'm afraid. <laughs> let's uh, tell people how they enter. Yeah, there's lots of ways you can enter. Mine, if you want to give them the uh, the uh, the online version. Well, first of all, if you want, you can go to our website. It's www.trekmate.org.uk. You can also see the leaderboard that's on there at the moment as well. Uh, and see how you're doing. See where you're ranking at the moment. And if you know you've got some right, you can add your, add your points on mentally just to see where you're going to be. All of the... Um uh, all of the previous clips as well uh, are uploaded on there as well so that people can listen to the previous clips exactly like get a good feel how it plays Fantastic. and uh, also uh, we are going to be putting up this week's clip so if you want to hear it more than once just go onto the website and listen to it on there and also we give you the full details on how to enter on the website as well so just go to trekmate .uk. Uh, on the left hand side there's a section called name that trek and, Fantastic. Uh, but so for all of you listeners out there who might not necessarily have the time to visit our website you can enter by either emailing us at trekmate1701 at gmail.com or you can send us a direct message on Facebook if you just search for Trekmate you'll find us there also you can send us a direct message on Twitter on Twitter we're at Trekmate 1701. I'm really going to have to remember these. <laughs> I really am. Because every time it comes to, to, right, how can you get in contact? I'm like, well, I know the website address because I set that up. <laughs> but I, I can't remember any of the others. And it, it's like, oh, just let, hopefully Wayne won't stop and expect me to do one. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. We managed to get you to do one before, though they did have to be written down. They were written down on the screen in front of me. So I was just reading them off, which was fantastic. But that's the thing. I've, uh, I live on our Twitter and Facebook account. So uh, if you guys are ever... Uh, wanting to just catch up with the Trekmate team, you're more than likely going to be able to find me online just by going to either Twitter or Facebook and sending a message. I'm never that far away. <laughs> no, he is the online guru. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. And um, so I hope that you guys uh, get entering and uh, give yourself a chance to be up for uh, the running for Name That for Track. Prize, yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, so, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Paul? Before no, we... no, I think uh, I've covered more or less everything that uh, I've got to cover my side of things. Okay, well, I just need to do one more bit of groveling. Okay, okay. So I, I just want to apologise that this is a short episode this week. It is a short. It episode. is a short episode this week, but unfortunately, we've got um, like New Year's festivities to and, attend to, and you have had a technical difficulty that does need to be sorted out quite quite urgently. I think. Yeah. I mean. Um, to have a household with a, with a baby as well, uh, and the oven to pack up, especially this time of year, is yeah. a nightmare. It is, yeah. No, our oven's decided to give in the ghost. Uh, yesterday it decided to take an hour and 50 minutes just to cook a tray of chips. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my oven does that in... Uh, well, it's 10 minutes? Yeah, it's, it's about there. It's, <laughs> it's about there. So. But then again, I hadn't actually seen your oven uh, here, and I looked at it, and I, I did sort of think... Ah, that'll be why. That'll be why. Yes, yes. It's yes. a bit old. 
Yeah, yeah. Say obviously the wood burning fire's gone out. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no. So uh, it is you know, December. So let's get out of the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. <laughs> Melt some of the snow. So, but no. From next week, we're going to be uh, up and running with another full uh, episode. Full episode. Full episode. There'll be no excuses. We will be at our best. We will peaking. We will be. We will be peaking. And hopefully, after the uh, after the New Year's over and everything, and everybody's back into their regular routines, we'll have a lot more emails from all of you. We'll have a lot more news that we can go through, and hopefully, also, you would have actually had time to to make your own recordings for our Borg intro because we're still lacking on our collective. And uh, currently, it looks just a bit odd that it's just me and Wayne. <laughs> no offense. No, nothing's ever going to look odd when it's just me and you, Paul. <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> yeah, that's about all you're going to get out of me. It comes from singing certain sort of things, I think. That's the thing. I, I, I would perf- happily sing. <laughs> sing all night long for you. Much to Paul's dismay. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, then. So, on that note, Paul, it's time for this. Time for the Trek Off. I love those jingles. I really, really do. They excite me. I love it. They are fantastic. Thank you so much again for making it. Yes, thank you very much, Rick Moyer. That is, oh, he is superb. He's an absolute legend. If you want to find out more about uh, Rick Moyer, who uh, provides all of our jingles and also done uh, the Merry Trekmas tracks from last week. Which were hilarious. Yeah, just visit, uh, <laughs> I love them. Just visit our website and go, there's a tab on the left uh, that's uh, Friends of Trekmate, and you'll be able to find all of his details there. So, Paul, it's time for the trek off. So Now, you won in a sudden death last week. I did. I did. I, I wasn't impressed. No, you you was not best pleased. No, no. Um, I, I I think any I even made the comment right. I'm now going to win this, and then I did. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit embarrassing for me, I must say. So I, I think it's only fair. Now, if I remember rightly, I think I started off last time. Uh, you did. So I will start off on this. I'm going to ease you in. Oh, I'm going to ease you in with what was? Oh, what? with a question. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's it. The KY jelly was not coming out. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> We've got an explicit rating, haven't we? <laughs> we have, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the only way we can get it uploaded straight. It is, otherwise it has to go through peer review. And stuff, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, so, so um, it's not necessarily all swearing and everything like that. Some of the music has been, especially for Warp 11, but uh, it's just so we can get it up quickly. So parents, if you've got children who, who want to listen to us and uh, and you're not too sure, we are... Uh, I'd say we're rated more of a 15. Yeah, because you will find some mild swear words come out of our mouth. But to Especially be honest, when Wayne loses the trek off. To, to be honest, <laughs> I I normally have quite a potty mouth, and I've learned to control it for uh, for uh, for the uh, podcasts. Indeed. And uh, I, I'm quite proud of myself, really, because <laughs> <laughs> normally you would not hear this amount of time without a profanity escaping no. my mouth. No. But still, I digress. You do, you do. <laughs> so, uh, okay, then, Paul, here is your first question. Okay. What ship was Captain Picard's first command? The Stargazer. Well done. Oh, dear, that was an easy one. It was an easy one. I, thought, <laughs> I, I felt bad after last week, so... 
I decided to uh, ease you in there. That's very kind, very kind. Right. Now, this one should be quite quite easy as well. Um, it's a Voyager question. Mm-hmm. So, in the Voyager episode, Eye of the Needle, why doesn't the Romulan captain, Telek, deliver messages from the crew of the USS Voyager to their families? Could you repeat that, please? In the Voyager episode, Eye of the Needle, yeah. why doesn't the Romulan captain, Telek, deliver messages from the crew of the USS Voyager to their families. That is because, unfortunately, the wormhole that was sending the message was also not only travelling through space, but also time. And he was in, I can't remember exactly what year, but he had died before he was able to pass on the message to a Federation crew. That is correct. That is correct. He Well, the, the answer, the shortened answer, was he died four years before the agreed-upon time to release the information. Okay, so in the Deep Space Nine episode, past tense, mm-hmm. whom does Commander Cisco impersonate? Oh, uh, can you repeat the question? Okay, in the Deep Space Nine episode, past tense, it was two-parter. Whom does Commander Cisco impersonate? Oh dear, this is a tricky one. Um, who does he impersonate? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, oh no. I, I can't think. Who does he impersonate? Um, I I don't know. Gabriel Bell. No, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no chance. No chance at all. Okay. One for you, Wayne. Okay. Which actor from Star Trek First Contact makes an uncredited cameo appearance in the Star Trek ex- uh, Enterprise episode Broken Bow? Okay, that was... Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. The guy who played Zephyrin Cochran. Um, what was his name? What was his name? The guy, he was also in Babe. Um, that'll do, pig, that'll do. <laughs> That's the one. Um, but what was his name? I, I I feel I should give you a half a point for getting Zephyrin Cochran, but I'm, the question is, which actor? That's the thing, because I, I, I know I, it's Zephyrin Cochran, but I'm... I'm I told I I mentioned this last episode. I'm awful with some actors' names. You know, just as I was reading the question, I remembered you saying that from last episode. And I was like, oh, that's a bit harsh. Um, and you know, the funny thing was, I was watching an episode of Star Trek yesterday um, where he was in it, and I couldn't remember his actor's name, the actor name. And I was, I looked at the credits, and I couldn't mm-hmm. pick it out. So this was one that I didn't know either. Okay. I'm, I'm, to be honest, Paul, I'm going to have to give up. I, I don't think I'm going to actually manage to get it. His name is James Cromwell. See, I didn't know that. No, and I even watched the credits. So it's like, familiar. Yes, it, that's the thing. It's familiar, but I would not have I got it. I wouldn't have put it as him. You put those, it's a bit like on Deal or No Deal, you know. If I had the four answers, well, you know, not Deal or No Deal, mm-hmm. who wants to be a millionaire? If I had the, uh, the four answers there, uh, uh, and he was one of them, I don't think I would have chosen him. Yeah. No idea. Okay. Now, how, what are the points on at the moment, Paul? Uh, the current score is one to myself and one to you. Okay, then. 
I'm gonna, uh, I might regret this later, but okay. uh, it's, it's a bit of an easy one. What name does Lieutenant Commander LaForge give the Borg drone designated as third of five? Oh, sod it. Um, I don't think you are going to regret this one. Um, what does he call him? I don't know. I, 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 don't, um, I don't know. I, I, I can see him talking to him. Oh, it wasn't like Hugh, was it? Hugh! Well it was done. Hugh! Yes! Get in there! Oh, well I'm really done. pleased with that because I was about to give up and then I was just like, hang on, Hugh. Yeah. Hugh is right. Okay, so it's 2-1. Two, two, uh, two, you need this point to stay in the game, sir. Yeah. Right. In the Deep Space Nine episode, Till Death Do Us Part, why does Captain Sisko initially call off his wedding to Cassidy Yates? Okay, uh, in which episode? Sorry, I'm trying to remember the episode. Uh, in the episode Till Death Do Us Part. Why does he call off the wedding? Okay. Uh, we all know what happened at the uh, end of the series, but I'm just trying to think. Why does he call it? Was it because he had just... Wait, no, they weren't going to get married when they found out that she was... Like trading with the mucky. Oh yeah, she didn't, he didn't like that, did you? No, no, it, I, they weren't as serious by that point. No. Okay, um, uh, part of me, it's going to be something to do with Bajor. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in Deep Space Nine has something to do with Bajor. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. He's gonna. Is it going to be a simple answer? That's the thing. I need to rewatch Deep Space Nine because I loved it. I loved, absolutely loved Deep Space Nine, but I haven't watched the latter series in a little while, so I need to refresh myself. Yeah. Uh, with it, okay. I'm going to go with something like. I mean, I'm just wondering if maybe it's because of the Dominion War. Is that your final answer? Yeah, stuff. The Dominion War broke out. The prophet who once possessed the body of Sarah, Sisko's birth mother, in order to bear the future emissary, warns him against proceeding with the marriage. <sighs> okay. So that means that is two to me and, and one. one to you. No. Good game, good game. Yeah, well done, Paul. And uh, we'd just like to wish everybody a, a very happy, healthy and prosperous new year. Yeah, don't get too drunk. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. And, and have a prosper. Have a happy new year. Indeed, and we look forward to seeing you in 2012. And we promise you next week's episode will be a full Much length. Much better. <laughs> so, yeah, well done, Paul. You won that one. I did indeed, and uh, and that's Trekmate. You've been listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.podbean.com and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? 
Captain's log, stardate 3541.9.